it's a it's a new day yes it is here uh you you called peeing your pants to get started uh it's a first that you want to go early instead of uh you know being later for getting all together i got i got stories upon story this may be the best podcast we ever have uh you just mushed it for sure but uh let's uh let's go with that uh, well, I, I want to tell you, I got to start off firsthand here. What just happened to me? This literally, it's breaking news. Hot news. It just happened. Hot news off the press. Off the press. You ready for this? I'm ready, baby. So I'm at, I'm at Nick's basketball game and I filmed the JV game. You know, I'm loud mouth as usual. Everybody knows who I am because, you know, we're, and we're, we're away. We're at a, a school that's like 10 minutes down the road. One of our rivals. So. I filmed the game. We lose again because that's just what we know how to do is lose. And uh, the game is over, and now the girls' game goes. And then boys' varsity. So I have about an hour, hour and 15 in between until I have to film the next game because I don't film the girls' game. They have, they have, they have their own ca- uh, you know, cameraman. So I said, okay. I go to the door, and there's this kid sitting there with uh, – He's got on, like, a jacket and a mask. His mask and his jacket have, like, some college. What do you call it? Fraternity shit all over it? Yeah, fraternity. So like, you're uh, a fucking loser if you're wearing that in general out, like, in public. Greek letters. Uh, the jacket and the mask. Right. The jacket and the mask. Like, I, I don't, like, what do you, what do you, like, you know, come on. You're a loser. So <laughs> I, I say to him, hey, man, can I leave and come back? And I asked because... There is a sign-up that says no re-entry, and I wanted to make sure. He dead serious looks at me and goes, no, you can't. I said, I'm going to ask you again. Can I leave and come back? And he said, "Dead, no smile, nothing. goes, no, you can't. Now, there's a man trying to pay to come in. And I say, are you, are you fucking with me or are you serious? That's what I said to him. <laughs> and I curse a lot. If you guys, like, if anybody doesn't know me, I curse a lot. That's just how I was raised. Whatever. Suck it if you don't like it. So... He looks at me and he goes, I'm not kidding. You can't come back. And I said, why? He's like, oh, it's COVID protocol. I said, am I going to go get the COVID and bring it back with me? I'm confused. Like, I'm here now. What would be the difference if I ran outside to go get a Starbucks down the street and came back? And he's like, you can't come back. <laughs> so I go inside. I, oh, I, well, sorry. First, I said, I'm a grown ass man. You're telling me I can't go back. And he said, no. So I go inside, I see the athletic director, and I said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, yeah. I go, am I not allowed to leave and come back? And he just sta- just dead silence, stares at me. I'm like, is that a no or yes? I said, look, I'm going to be respectful of you and your school's rules. If it's a no, just say no. We're not allowing it. And that's okay. I'll go sit down. I said, I just want to go to Starbucks. That's two minutes down the road. I want to get a coffee, and I want to come back. I said, and quite honestly, I filmed the boys' games, and I really don't want to watch the girls because it's really hard to watch. <laughs> and he goes, you're the cameraman, right? I said, yeah, man. And my Nick trains with these that school. He trains with that those kids. So, like, they know me, right? Like, And uh, he said, yeah, come on. So we go outside, and he tells the guy, hey, let him go and come back in. And the kid's like, yeah. And I turned to the kid, and I said, do you want anything from Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, no. Now he's mad because I won. The sp- I won the battle. So he, sp- he spites himself and doesn't get a free coffee. Right. because Bro, he could have got a free coffee. He you, said no. Because you went over his head. 
And uh, like you damn right, I went over. I am a forty-year-old fucking man. I can go get a call. Like, why should I have to sit there? I, but the, if you tell me I don't want the, you know, like I get it. Like you don't want the kids going back and forth because they could be going to the car, drinking, smoking weed, whatever. Right. I'm a grown ass motherfucking man. I can't go get a coffee and co- I have to sit here and watch. I, you're already putting me through two boys' games that are absolutely horrendous. You're gonna make me watch a girls' game too? Like, no, not happening. Not only did you go over this guy's head, who was flexing the only little bit of authority he possessed, but, right? But then you totally neutered him too. So now he's Hawk, I did. Yo, I, you, he's demasculated. You, well, he was demasculated wearing that stupid jacket and mask anyway. You cucked him real good. Well, he should have not worn that stupid Greek <laughs> mask and jacket. It was like a letterman jacket. And he's like and he's like a grown ass man. Like he's like a you know, maybe a college student, not a grown ass man, but still. Right. Like the fuck. So anyway, I figured I'd come in hot and heavy. Yeah. So you're so now I'm in the Starbucks line. You're just like so the you're gonna, king of confrontations what? with the uh, with I, I, listen. I turned fucking forty years old yesterday. Now I'm I'm like those old men down in South Florida. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I've lost my uh what do you call it? My uh my embarrassment gene. I don't have it anymore. It's gone. It's gone, baby. <laughs> the great thing I'm, is your kids still have it and, and you know, right. plenty of it. Right. So uh yeah, so when yeah. they're with you so in here public. We are. I'm, I'm in the Starbucks line, so you'll have to uh, we'll, we'll have to take my order. But I think that's a good thing because now everyone knows what I order at Starbucks. So if anybody wants to send me Starbucks ever, oh my god, they know what I order. They'd, why would they send you actual Starbucks or would they send you a gift card? I mean, it's happened before. Sent you an actual coffee? I've had it happen numerous times. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not that's how sure. I roll. I had cupcakes delivered to my house yesterday. Yeah, I heard about that. Jesus. Yeah, pal. You, but you know what? What else did you have delivered to your house? Balloons. And? IHOP. I had pancakes, eggs, sausage, and hash browns <laughs> delivered to my house yesterday you for my birthday. fat fucking pig. You ate all those cupcakes, but didn't you? I didn't. I only had one yesterday. And you had the other three today? Yeah. No. Look, hey. New. It's... It's a new year for me. I turned 40 yesterday. New new me. Oh. I started. I'm fasting all day at 6 p.m. All I've had was, this will be my third coffee. I had some sugar-free Gatorade. It's probably why I'm so hyped up because I'm, I'm so fucking hungry right now. I'm, I'm hangry. Better, like, I am in better, my bones, I feel it. Better late than never. I mean, it, you're starting your year right now. I mean, what is? what are we, two weeks in? I mean, you may as well be like on the Jewish calendar or the Chinese calendar. Jesus, dude. Well, do you want a weight update though? Um, I think I think that is the most important thing. Like that's probably going to oh, be my ammunition for the I mean, I, it was embarrassing before when you were like what f- uh 140, 150? I don't even remember. 1 2 1. I wish I was 140. What did you say 140? I'm 2 I was 2. I, that's what I meant. Two. That's what I meant. I think you need to eat something. Hmm? You need to eat or something. You're, you're all right. You're like a little dizzy over there. No, no, no. I always, I, uh, whatever. I always say one instead of two. I don't know why. Well, so here's the deal. Yeah. You ready? Because none of us should be over 200 pounds. That's why. <laughs> well, here, here goes. So I got on the scale this morning. I woke up and I did not feel good. I just feel like shit. I, all night I felt like shit. Acid reflux was bad. Heartburn. Gas. I mean, 
And I got up this morning and my fingers felt like Vienna sausages and I, my feet hurt and I got on the scale and I said, today is the fucking day. Because I somehow went from 270 pounds in March of 2020. By October, I was 225-ish, 224. Right. And from October to January 12th, I weighed two fifty fucking nine this morning. Oh How does that? Even, that can't even be healthy for my heart. No, it's that is some extreme yo-yo stuff. Uh, right? Yeah, you're uh, you're 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 putting your body into such a stress, such a strain, such a shock. Uh, yeah. Good luck with that metabolism. You may have burned it out, buddy. Uh, well, no, because I will tell you, I had a lot of water today. Uh huh. And just coffee. I have uh, I've shit my brains out. And <laughs> yeah. I peed. I've peed. You ready for this? I peed nine times today. Yeah. And I peed. And I I already feel my stomach isn't as bloated already. It's already not bloated. Right. Well, because like, you haven't like eaten relief already. But you haven't eaten in a day, so you you're uh, yeah. Well, and here's the thing: when I get home, I, I won't be home till about uh, nine nine thirty. I have a decision to make. Either I make the steak, mushrooms, and spinach, or I skip it and try to hold off and go do a 24-hour fast. Oh, who cares? You're not going to do either. I, you got, you got you're cut. fat shaming me. You, got, Already. you probably have ice cream in the fridge still. I do. <laughs> but I'm not going to eat it. Well, yeah. Not, maybe not today. But we got the this playoffs this weekend. We have... Uh, wings, baby. Wings. <laughs> we have... Uh, we have... Uh, the Royal Rumble coming up, then the Super Bowl, uh, you know, I, I, and then WrestleMania. I feel like, and, you know, I feel like, like I said, I don't think you're going to be back on track till Easter. I just don't think it's happening. This is your, your you know what? I'm here to prove you wrong. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the idea of the fat shaming, to be honest with you, is to motivate. Now, on, on my end, it's, it's, it's just to have fun, but... Uh, you, you, you really should take it that way. Everyone should take it that way, to be honest with you. I, there's nothing wrong with a little fat shaming. As long as you know the person. Well, you know, I, I feel that your fat shaming motivates me because it does. Because I I want to prove you wrong more than I want to... More than I want to actually get skinny. Yeah. If that makes any sense. I mean, uh, yes. You want to... You, it's always against me. It's like... If if we were in a competition together, it's to beat me. If it's if it's this, it's to prove me wrong. Uh, you know, right. whatever. I don't care about anybody else. It's about it's about if, hurting your feelings. If I have to be your big Disney villain, uh, whatever, man, I'll uh, breathe fire and uh, and uh, and you can uh, you can do your thing uh, or not. Well, I'm on track, so yeah. let's keep it that way. Yeah, on track for a whole 12 hours. We're really proud of you. This is here we go. This fucking guy. This is like, uh, we should all stand up and clap now. You know, it's like uh, the bravery you're showing. It's like uh, unbuckling your uh, seatbelt after the planes landed uh, and uh, before the. <laughs> you said unbuckling my seatbelt <laughs> after the plane has landed. Yeah, it's very brave of you. you uh, fucking asshole. <laughs> but it's, but definitely before the pilot says to do it. So 
You're really, really. I, mean, I am that guy. <laughs> I am the guy who un- I am the guy who unbuckles immediately when we land. Yeah, and I take my phone out Let's... and I turn it off airplane mode. It makes sense because you're like 260 pounds. I'd be unbuckling as breathe. quick as possible. <laughs> Oh, have you had the, did you ever fly where you needed the extension were you ever doing it around that 270 mark <laughs> there, listen there was a couple times i was close <laughs> i was close i had to take a deep breath in and then get it under the belly oh like inside, my God. I'm basically right so and i put my pants on this morning and i'm like oh fuck it happened no. i went i like i was good until like last week i went overboard last week no wonder you've been working from home so much. You probably only have one pair of pants that fits. Uh, I wore the same pair of jeans all week last week. Because <laughs> they're the only ones that fit. Come on. How well do I know you at this point? Because Way too well. I've... It's kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> I'm, calling well, it. I'm calling all the shots here. I know. Yeah. This, this, By the way, this Starbucks line, I've been in line for like seven minutes already and i'm, I'm not even moving You're, i should have went inside you oh so you've been in that line so long i forgot you were in the line tell me about it yeah like what are they doing i'm burning the beans that's all they do at I'm, starbucks I'm i hate starbucks because i'm so hungry yeah angry well angry. i almost want to get a coffee and just bring it back to this kid and be like here just, uh, like on just to be a dick well but get like a black coffee with no cream or sugar <laughs> well i mean you should yeah I don't think he'll. Doesn't sound like he's. That's what he drinks. Uh, he probably drinks one of those. Uh, right, probably like one of those fruit lemonades or something. Sugary uh, dessert drinks, you know, with lots of whipped yeah. cream and. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. uh, I got I got notes today. I, I told you, New Year, New Me. I just started two weeks late. That's all. Yeah. Well, what do you got? I don't know if I should blow my load all in one shot today. That's usually what I do. Yeah, I'm pretty, then I, then I pretty used to that. I get more sleep that way. <laughs> I roll over. I roll over and go to bed right after. <laughs> um, no, but so so I was uh, I was talking to uh, to our friend Paula this weekend, and uh, oh, that one. It sparked a conversation where it actually involved you, and she said that uh, she had gone to an all like Jewish school, and that. Ben would be proud. I think that's what she said. Something along. If I'm if I'm misquoting, whatever. It's something about Ben and being Jewish, and she went to a Jewish school, and you would like that. I don't know. Now, can anyway. we can we can yeah. we pause right there and let yeah. me just establish something? The only reason I claim to be Jewish is to uh, have the right to do Jewish jokes. I don't believe in that Hebrew wizardry. Uh, uh, my yeah, my my parents are Jewish. I guess that makes me Jewish. But uh, I, I guess I must be playing it up too much because people are like, kind of like now lumping me in, in and uh, right. like kind of like uh, assigning me to this category or, or thinking of me when when they think of like uh, dreidels and uh, potato pancakes and, uh, right. and I, that might be I a problem. Honestly, I really do feel like where my story is going. I kind of like. I could see you fitting into that in, with like the, the little like dread thing, little what do they call them coming down their head? No, and like the on. never. You wear like the big black hat, like you're Abe Lincoln, but never. you're Jewish. No, or yeah. like our boy, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Matthias. Matthias Glass. Glass. The which is, it was still best I think gimmick in wrestling. Right. <laughs> the best gimmick of wrestling of Hasidic Jew with an oversized hat. All right, that pissed <laughs> off Blake because he really wasn't Jewish. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the conversation started with that, and I said, well, I 
my neighborhood I grew up in Boca Raton had a house that was the biggest house on the block. It was two stories. It was down the end of the block, giant house. And the Hasidic Jews, the rabbi, the actual rabbi, like the one for town, his synagogue was over the wall. He bought the house and all the, the Hasidics lived in the house uh, at first. And then they started buying other houses in the neighborhood. But um, it made me think about some of the stories from then that I thought were they were gold to tell on the podcast. Gold. We're, gold. I'm, I'm nervously treading the uh, tripwire here because uh, now we're telling Jew stories. But please continue. No, but they were great people. I'm not like <laughs> I still talk to to one of them. He, the kid. Now he's like, you know, he's younger than me, but he's a grown up. He has a TikTok. The TikTok like rabbi, five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's got like five. They got a whole, couple hundred thousand followers. But uh, they live in Brooklyn. Um, anyway, but I thought it was good stories because, it, like, I, I we always got along. But a couple of things stuck out from that from that time period. I mean, I was a kid. So um, maybe you can explain it a little better. So I guess the Hasidics can't use it like, like electronics or something? Uh on the Sabbath, which I guess is from right. what Friday night to Saturday right. night. Oh wait, wait, we're up, we're up. It's our turn. Oh my god! Here it is. You ready? Everybody, listen. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. This dead is dead air. Oh okay. Ah, oh, she put you on hold. She put me on pause. I'm paused. Garbage. Um. Oh, yeah. So. So. Uh, so uh, from fr- sundown to sundown. Uh, right. They're not allowed to work and anything that's classified as work, which also includes like simple things like flipping light switches. Oh, listen. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can I get a grande pike with five stevia and heavy cream? Oh, yeah. Let's steam it up. Get a scone. That's two, it. Two scones. All right. We'll have to sell the stevia in the window, okay? Thanks. He said two scones. <laughs> Don't tempt me with the scones. They're really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, go ahead. Tell the story. What, are, what is there? I, I so this, like I'm not quite sure I understand. So, this. you're not allowed to like like it's on this on the Sabbath. The you know the Lord rested, so you're supposed to rest on that day, which means you're not supposed to do anything. You're not supposed to do anything that even called work. And they really that that includes like turning things on and off, like TVs okay. and lights and stuff like that. So, uh. So uh, I I know we had a friend Adam uh, that he would leave the t he would make sure the TV was on on Fox because he wanted to watch the X Files but he couldn't turn oh. it on after sundown because it was on Friday nights. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so he would leave he would turn the TV on and then I guess the TV just ran all night until the next day. <laughs> See, that, and that's a smart idea. So so. What, what would happen when I was, uh, when I lived there when I was a kid, so they would come knock on the door, and they would knock on the door, and, you know, one of us would answer the door, four, like, four younger brothers, my mom and dad, and we'd answer the door, and they it would be, you know, one of the, either the kids, or even, like, sometimes the rabbi would come himself, and they would knock on the door, and they'd be like, can one of you come to the house, because we need help with something that we can't do because of the Sabbath, and we'd always be like, yeah, yeah, we'd close the door, and then we'd, like, you know, whoever, like, if you're, if I was home alone, I would go, or 
But if, if we were all there, close the door, I'd be like, I'm not going, you're going. That's like, we'd have to like pick straws to see who was going. Like, whoever gets the shortest, shortest straw has to go help the Hasidics out. But let me just tell you something. This neighborhood had like 30 houses on the block. They lived the other end. They passed a good 20 houses to get to our house and knock on our door. Like, for some odd reason, they would only come to our house. You would think that. Maybe everyone else just pretended they weren't home. Or my dad, you know, he's like the mayor. He was like the mayor of Boca. So maybe <laughs> like, you know, my dad would be like, you know, he would talk to them and have like full conversation. Like, you know, they were great people. And I think they just felt comfortable with my dad, you know? So yeah. I remember a couple instances going over there um, where I went in one time. It was dark. And uh, I went in and you like can't see anything in the house. And they... They don't have, they can't use their lights or anything. So they just knew <laughs> where the lights are. They knew like the path from the front door to the kitchen. Right. Yeah. And they would know it. So they would like, we'd come in the house pitch black <laughs> and he would like grab my hand and like guide me. And like, you know, like the first time I'm like, oh, these Hasidics are like, what's, they're going to either kill me or rape me or something's going on here. Like, yeah. it's... cause it's creepy. And he's like, grabs your hand. So you're like, and he guides you, and he tells you, like, the light's, like, right there. And I turned the light on, and there was, like, 30 other Hasidics sitting in the room. I turned it on. I was like, whoa! Like, they were just there. And I was like, whoa! And they were just sitting in the fucking dark. And I was like, whoa! Like, wow. And then everybody, like, they, like, applaud. Like, Aah! And I was like, hey! I waved. And I was like, this is really fucking weird. I gotta go. Um, I'll never forget that, too. They were cooking. And it started getting dark on Friday mm -hmm. and they came and got me and they said, you have to hurry. You have to hurry. The food's going to burn. <laughs> I had to go you had to finish. <laughs> and I had to run over there. Right. And the, the lights, were, the lights were on already. So they had, because they had left them on or whatever. And I had to take the food, like finish the cooking and take everything out and finish everything and get it out. And then, because they couldn't touch the stove to shut it, they couldn't open right. it. They couldn't shut the stove off. So I had to do all that. And he uh, didn't even invite me to eat, though. Like at least, like give me a plate, bro. Right. And uh, he asked me, "Can you come back in like in like forty five minutes to an hour to shut every the lights?" So I had to go home and come back and shut everything off. But like he never, I I didn't think about that till just now. He never offered me food or anything. Of why? course you thought of it now, you fat piece of shit. Like, why not offer me like a like a you know a, a latke or something, whatever you know, whatever they got over there, like a potato pancake, like matzo soup or a something. Mat at least a matzo ball to take home, like uh, the old lady right. in uh, in uh, the wedding singer gave him meatballs yeah. to take yeah. with him. <laughs> so uh, now the best part about all this. Mm -hmm. There was a one of the rabbi, one of the Hasidics. Uh, the rabbi was little. He actually, um, this is really funny, and you'll only get this, and not many other people will. So the rabbi was, he was very short, like the head rabbi. He was like maybe four foot, like eight or something. That's, he was basically a midget. That's like right? border borderline dwarf, isn't it? Right, right. right. Uh, I got the app. Faith, it is perfectly okay. I know. It's all good. Appreciate it. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Have a good night. You too. Um, she says she works at Chick-fil-A too. Oof, rough. <laughs> anyway. Oh.
I almost hit a car in my new car. Uh, so anyway, I the the rabbi, the main guy, was he was very little, but he looked like Ron Yumi. Like when I, <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding you. When I started wrestling uh, in in '99, I, I I didn't meet Ron until 2000, 2001, and when I met Ron, the first thing I I remember coming back home and telling my dad. I just wrestled for this guy in Tampa who looks like the rabbi. Like, they looked, their facial features were the same. They were both little guys. And it was like the same guy, but one was a Hasidic and right. one was not. Um, anyway. So it was just more his, f- fuzzier. One was fuzzier than the other. Right, right. Yeah. Big beard. Yeah, the whole shebang. But the rabbi's right-hand man, uh, I think his name was Yoshi, if I remember. Yoshi or Yoshi? He was six foot seven. <laughs> Gigant- that was his like that was his man like when when rabbi was walking home on saturday from the synagogue around the corner yoshi was literally next to him so it was like twins like danny DeVito and arnold i would and- i wish he had one of those like baby bjorn things to any like uh like uh <laughs> like uh in in the uh right in the what was that movie called where they found the baby and he was walking around with it in the in his front the hangover Hangover, right, right. Yeah. So this guy was six foot seven. But the best part about this guy was this. Every night when it got dark, it would be late, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, you know, we used to sit outside, all the kids, and, and hang out in front of my house. You would just hear coming down the block, like humming. And here he would come, six foot seven on old school roller skates just skating down the fuck and i'm talking like like flying but like leisurely flying because his legs were long so like and i'm doing the motions here because he would like his legs would just glide and he would just hum some like hasidic jewish song like he would just be humming like like some song and it was every single night he would do this go you sound like you got something to say no, there's probably a lot of questions. Here. That's, I mean, I that's quite a picture. If you were to see that, yeah. like, like in today's age, you would stop the car and take a picture. Um, like full. I'm talking full. full he's like gear. He, you're like starting to like if you. I'm afraid if you describe a couple more people, they're gonna have like uh, Adam's family equivalents. Like we've got Lurch, and we've got <laughs> uh, obviously we've got uh, the rabbi. We'll make him a. Right. Gomez. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so he would hum like, and I'm talking, it's late at night, you know, and, and our neighborhood was cool, but he was humming so loud, like, like everybody can hear him coming down the block. Like, I don't know, it was some song he would hum and uh, he would pass by every time and he would always wave and be like, Hey guys, like happy <laughs> as shit. Uh, and yeah, Yoshi was just, he was the man. And, uh, it's funny because when Paula said this about going to the Jewish school, it made me think about all this. And I was like, what a like childhood that was like, I mean, I, you know, anybody who's from South Florida, I mean, it was the Jewish population is huge. And it's like, I don't know. I, for me, it was all normal. You know, like if you came here to Georgia and somebody did that, they'd probably be like, what the fuck is that? You right. Know? Right. And uh, it's funny because when I moved to the South, like not, to the south area two things people there's two things that people didn't know here and it was my 
my ignorance because coming from South Florida, which is a melting pot, uh, somebody once said to me, I said something about a Haitian, and they said, what's a Haitian? Wow, really? And I said, what? And she's like, what's a Haitian? I said, a, a, a Haiti is a country? <laughs> like, And she was like, I've never heard of that. Dead serious. She's like, I've never heard of it. I've never seen a Haitian. Like, no clue. This poor little redneck white girl had no idea what a Haitian was. That's very. And two, that's that's right. I I can't even wrap my head around that because there's so many here. I couldn't. I was like, wait, what? Like, are you joking? She's like, no, I'm serious. Like, and two was. Did I ever tell you my the my 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 sort of Haitian story that uh. When Jackie and I used to do autographs, uh, yeah, way back in the day, twenty years ago now, uh, and we'd be on the road, and they a lot of them drove cabs. So what we what he would do is he would pull up and he'd see a cab with a Haitian in it. He'd get their attention, and apparently this is the only thing he knew in Creole was he would point. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, was it Masa Masa Say or something like that? He would point it at me and go Masi C. And the guy would just start laughing, yes. and because yes. uh, it means I, I guess know what it, is. it means yeah. I, I'll, gay. I guess it's gay or fa- no, actually not gay. Yeah. It means faggot. It's the derogatory right, version. Right, of it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he yeah, would yeah. every time you go must see must see. So that's the only Creole I know because I wasn't right. I, I was a and, part of a rib of it for uh, for years years. And, and years. I only know that because I mean I go into school. I grew up with a lot of Haitians, and they would always. Uh, they would always like, you know, be like, "Oh, he must have seen," and then like they let you in on the joke, and then, uh, then it was funny. But it wasn't funny when they were like at first. I was like, "I don't know what you're saying," and they were like, "Oh no, he's, he's a, you know he's gay or whatever." And I'm like, "Oh," and then the other thing was a, uh, I think it was sapase, and then the other person would say "naboule," and I'm like, "What does that mean?" I never understood what it meant, but I always remember them saying that because a lot of my friends were Haitian. But um, the other thing here was Jews. They didn't know what a Jewish person was. And now that I think about it, I've lived in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. I have not seen one synagogue or Hasidic anywhere here. Now, Atlanta may have some in the city, but... They've got to. Here, we yeah. got nothing, man. Yeah. We got nothing. And, and I have not seen a synagogue at all. Like, it's not... And, and there's a third thing that I've not seen in the South. And this is Jehovah's Witnesses. They like don't exist here. I I don't yeah, get it. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like Jehovah's Witnesses are are uh, a little like kind of clustered, maybe. But I think South Florida, we have a melting pot yeah. of people. Yeah. So like I've seen it all, and I mean, like it's funny, I think like you tell like, people they don't know. Like I guess you wouldn't. I mean, you wouldn't see. Like maybe you don't see synagogues, but you wouldn't see. I don't think you would see Hasidics out like in the rural areas of Georgia. You're you're kind of confusing them with uh, the Amish. <laughs> you know what I mean? And granted, there are some similarities, uh, but uh, but uh, you know, one one's a little more uh, for for the city folk and the right, others. Right, yeah, right. But but uh, anyway. I'll never forget like that time in my life, but, but here's the, here's the, uh, this is the best part about the story. So I told you this kind of a little bit, uh, the other day. So when I, you know, we all used to hang out and, and the kids, you know, they, their kids were our age. So it was like, 
you know, we were all friends. We all hung out. We played Manhunt when they were allowed to. Like, they were allowed to hang out with us and stuff. And, you know, uh, everybody was cool. But uh, when it they started boxing, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the Hasidic kids bought boxing gloves. And they started boxing. Well, they would, like, talk so much shit. Like, they were talking shit all the time. Like, you know, and, and it's funny because you think, like, these are religious people. They smoked weed. They <laughs> They drank, like... These kids were fucking animals, man. They were animals. And they were boxing. So they kept taunting, taunting, taunting. And I don't box. I never boxed a day in my life. And finally, I was like, fine, let's go. You want to go? Let's go. I was like, we'll box. And they were, like, training to box. So, like, they were literally training, like, every day to box. And in full Hasidic gear. So we're in my front yard, and I had just gotten home from school. And they're, like, talking shit. Like, like they were waiting for me, right? Because they didn't go to school like we did. They went to, like, their own little gimmick. Home right? school or whatever, so, yeah. Whatever, yeah, right. So I get home, and they're waiting for me in my yard with the gloves. And they're like, let's go, you know, call me all kinds of names. Pussy, this and that, right? These, these, Hasidic, these Hasidic kids are ruthless. So I put on the gloves. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, and I'm like, all right, let's go. And the one kid who talked the most shit, he, uh, are you there still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's like, you know, we're going, we're going, and we start, and I hit him with like a two jab, like, three, I was like a jab, jab, and I hit him with one more, and he goes down. Like, start of the fight. And he's crying. And he's like, you really hit me. I was like, what? I was like, you've been talking shit for like a year. I'm like, I finally, <laughs> you're waiting for me at my house with the gloves on. You want to fight. And I hit you three times in that city. He's like, my nose. I mean, I, I fucking clocked him three times. Like, it was like a boom, boom, boom. Like, and he went right down. He just folded. And his buddy was like, what are you doing? I'm like, what, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, now I feel bad because, like, and, uh, yeah, I I, uh, I knocked him out. And that was, uh, I never saw them box again. <laughs> they never boxed at their house. My Never. They stopped training. There was That was the end of it. He got he got three knock three punch knockout. And, uh, and. Now, the one that was his friend, the one that boxed me, I don't know where he is. Now, the friend, he's the one that's on TikTok, uh, the big TikToker. So, um, which I realized this the other day. He knows I have TikTok because him and my brother, they both live, you know, they, they lived in New my, my brother lives in New York. My brother lives in New Jersey now. But they, like, talk a lot because they live, you know, they grew up together and now they live in the same town, basically. So, my brother was like, this is like this summer, you know, Hey, uh, Tomer is his name. Tomer is, uh, has a TikTok and he got, you know, X amount of followers and this and that. So I go follow him. Me and Tomer text back and forth about, we're going to do some collab. I realized the other day that motherfucker doesn't follow me. Oh, he doesn't follow me. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. He's got too much clout. Apparently. Yeah. So, well, how yeah, many, how, how many Tomer. followers does he have? I think they're at half a million. Uh, would you let him uh, bar mitzvah you for for uh, two hundred thousand? I'll box him again. <laughs> Fucking assholes! How many how many followers yeah. would you need for circumcision? No, l- listen. I, first of all, <laughs> I'm I'm snipped, pal. All right. Well, you know, take another ten percent off the top. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> That'd be uh then I then I'd, I'd almost be a woman then. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, don't want to shave too much off the mushroom, the truffle. Right, right. 
so so but, that's uh, that's funny because I told you, but I'll say it again here. Uh, when you were telling me about how the the kids in the neighborhood were all boxing and then challenged mm-hmm. you to a fight, I told you about this friend that we had this this kid Heath, him and he right. had like he had like a couple of brothers, and they were kind of like uh, we they lived out in like kind of like the oh the little plantation area out by four forty one like by Broward right. and all that. So it's a little, you know, uh, you know, a little rough. And, uh, his dad was like, a, like kind of like a nut. And he was like, they, he was training them in like all kinds of like combat stuff, like, like martial arts and, and nunchucks and shit like that to the point where, uh, they would sometimes be coming home like during the day or at night or whatever. And his dad would like jump out of a tree and declared the circle of death, and they would all have to fight. What? They called it the circle of death, and no. they would have to, it was like, it's kind of like if you ever saw the original Pink Panther, Cato uh, would just jump out of nowhere and attack the detective, and it was to keep him sharp, and to, so he'd be like ready for anything and, and whatever, and they'd have a sparring fight and whatever. Um, so this was a little bit like that, where his dad would just ambush them out of nowhere sometimes and challenge them really? to the circle of death. And they had like this area in their front yard and they would like fight. I mean, I, sometimes he would come, you know, he he would he worked with us at the comic book store, which was like just down the road. And uh, he would come in sometimes and he'd have a shiner or or like scratches or something. And we'd be like, what, circle of death again? He'd be like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck i'll tell you man the, but this was like uh late 80s early 90s so i mean probably late 80s so the good old days the 80s man what a decade that was holy shit you just had like fucking wow. just i mean i i never met his dad but i picture like i picture like a chain smoking uh you know kind of like shell shock vietnam vet that still like where's right. where's like that's the vision that like when you said it that's the visual i got like that just wears those olive green kind of shirts like like he's still kind of back from the nom you know right <laughs> i don't know no that's what i think like yeah like cigarettes like half hanging out of his mouth yeah i mean like, they would knock the shit out of each other so uh, it was pretty crazy uh and that's all i thought of when you were talking about those uh your uh your well, whole these, Jewish... these acidics were they were they were I mean, let me tell they smoked, drank, like, I mean, they were partiers, man. They party. Yeah. Which you don't think, you know, you don't think they would be partiers, but they're, they're partiers. Well, so. I mean, it's, it's their parents that are like the strict ones. You know, you know how it is. Right. Like Catholic school girls. It's like the stricter you are, the crazier they, they want to be, you know, right. the more you tell someone to know, the more they want to do something. So until yeah. they grow up and hit like college or whatever. You know. Yeah, but these two are like they're like practicing still, and they still live in Brooklyn, and like you know, and they're still like, and uh, I, I see this week they were in Mexico. I was like, these motherfuckers, like yeah, they probably, they're animals. They probably went to a donkey show, and I couldn't party with them. They would probably party me under the table. True, but you could still outbox them. Well, you know that. <laughs> That's all I got. But. Yeah, so I, I don't know why I like it made me think of a, that's a good story to tell. I thought, and uh, it's, that was that was my it's a good story. Of it's the a day. good visual because I could picture like all the kids with their white shirts with the little frilly things. Yes, and the yes. black black <laughs> yes. slacks and the little curly cues hanging down in front yes. of their ears, and yeah. uh, maybe they're wearing hats, maybe they're not. 
Maybe they just have the well, little, tell you, the little yarmulkes him, that are like hairpin right. to their to I hair. was going to say, I clocked him three times. That yarmulke never came off. <laughs> it stayed put. Listen, above all, yeah. you got to respect God, even if you're going unconscious. Right. right. Hey, I've been to a couple of bar mitzvahs in my time, and uh, I always put the yarmulke on. Yeah. You know, and they hand it to you when you walk in. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, no harm. Yeah. You forget it's on. It, you know what it is? Yeah. It's like if you're not, if you don't regularly wear one, when you yeah. put it on, you're aware of it the whole time. And you right. keep like reaching because you keep thinking it's falling off. It does feel like that. Right? It really does. <laughs> I still have, I saved them all from like all my friends' bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Yeah, because sometimes they would get like fucking, you know, the rich ones, the rich families would make yeah. like, you know, kind of custom vanity ones, you know. I had, my friend was a WWF fan and he, like my friend, he had like WWF ones made. Yeah. I don't did, know where they are. My dad probably sold them or something. Did we talk? We talked about this on the podcast about my bar mitzvah. We did. We did talk about it. <laughs> yeah, my mom. Yeah. Hey. Oh man, wish I was around for that. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I'm at, next time I'm at my dad's place because he mm-hmm. still has those big photos, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. As long as I can get a guarantee that will not see circulation. <laughs> I cannot guarantee that. Well, then I can't send it to you. Oh, come on. I'll have to wait till like we're in person and I'll show it to you on my phone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to reach out to your brother. <laughs> that would work. That would work. <laughs> and you could get it tonight because he still is with my dad. <laughs> Does he really? Yes. Uh, I'll never forget the time I saw your brother eating at Johnny Vandal's restaurant and I totally didn't even say hi to your brother. Oh, but you knew it was him. Hundred percent was him. <laughs> you know, wow, Ruder, is that right? Right. He was with a woman. I didn't want to oh, like, interrupt. Oh, 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 yeah. He uh, he was eating Lindbergers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I uh, he told. And I think I called you that night, and I told you that, and you asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, I was there." <laughs> I totally know. So I yeah. acted like like he, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, he, who uh, he was. He uh, he said he ate there a lot because it was uh. I think the tutoring place he works for was right was there. In the shopping center. Yeah. Yeah. So he said he. Did eats... he know that it was Johnny Vandal's restaurant? Because he knew Johnny, right? I would imagine. I think so. Because I think, I think I bumped into Johnny at one time. Right. And I and he said, oh, "Yeah, I've seen your brother. I I ran into your brother there once or so. I have something. I right, think. Right. Probably. I figured he would have known him. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's a small well, world. That's my uh, my. Hasidic Jewish story of the day. So uh, maybe my brother uh, won't send uh, you a photo if you uh, if he. Well, this is like a this is like a like a Larry David. Kirby if he remembers Kirby. like that, you uh, right. you uh, pretended you didn't know him. You big timed him. I'm gonna reach out to him and he's gonna be like, "Remember the time at Lindbergers where you no sold me?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, you, get your own picture, pal. It's like, listen, I'm <laughs> I'm here with a woman. You come over. You make you make me look important. You make it like you're very excited to see me. You put me over. You tell you know her what? she's a very lucky could, lady for knowing me, and you fucking carry on. That could have been that could have been the trajectory. Like he could have, at that moment, if I put him over, he may not be living with your dad anymore. <laughs> I could have ruined the whole thing. I could have changed the course of history. Well, I'm trying to remember when that was because you got to understand he did get married and move out. Right, and then he got divorced. Right? He got divorced to move back. In. Right. right. <laughs> oh shit! Probably his wife at the time. It, it, that's again, I like, we would have to do the, uh, 
Or it was it was during the day and he was working and it was not his wife and that's probably what got him divorced in the no. first place. If he was sitting with if it was like during work, it would probably be someone he was work, he works with or something like that. Well, that's what we all say. Although okay, deny, I, deny, I, got, deny. I got a good story. <laughs> I got a good story. So I was at I was at Shinju once with right. with somebody I don't remember who, right. and my brother pops in with this really yeah. hot hot chick, and. Yeah. Uh, He's like, oh, yeah, I work with her over at the tu- tutoring place, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. yada, yada. And, uh, and I talked to him later. I'm like, I, I mean, like, I, you could, you know, she was, like, dressed professionally, but she had, like, those, like, legs sticking out that were all muscle and, and uh, oh. you know, whatever. And so. Right. Uh, Way out of your brother's league. She was stat- yeah, I, yeah, I thought. I was, like, asking. <laughs> I was asking for right. a friend. You know what I mean? And so. Right. uh so I'm so that yeah, like a week or two later I like oh what happened with that and he's like I right, we we went out like another time kind of mo- just kind of like friend stuff and then that was it and then like a year later he's like you remember that girl so and so I go yeah he's like she do- she does porn now what oh my god uh, what a turnaround yeah yeah, yeah. a tutor to por- a porn star <laughs> well, she, beca- she became a, she got into porn and she did some. And uh, let's just say that my brothers and if 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 I'm well versed in porn, my brother is like like right. a tenth level ninja. He's an aficionado, <laughs> and so he like met her again. Like he bumped into her or something. He was talking, and he was like, she was telling him about it, and he's like, he just starts going through all the things you need to do and blah blah blah. She's like, oh my god, I should have called you ages ago on how to go about doing this career. <laughs> As if your brother was some like agent, like porn agent. He, he probably could have shot her right to the moon, you know. Um, oh my god! So, but I've I've run across her in my uh, perusings on the uh, internet, uh, hmm. just randomly on the you know like the Pornhub right, and right. all that. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, what's her name? Uh, Le- uh, I think it's Lena Sky. I've got some research to do. Tonight. Yeah, you do. <laughs> She has like the oh. milfy mom stuff, you know. Oh, I love that. It's <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> uh, uh, let's well, just let's just say she's up for anything. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the Trina she's in the Trina Michaels uh, vein of a of adult world. Oh god. Wow. <laughs> what a name right there. Right. She was well, she was always very nice to me. I don't Always think. nice to me. Always right. Nice. Right. Right, and I, I'll tell you this: that we, I know we we're going forty-five minute mark here, but uh, I'll end, I'll end it with this. Uh, since we're talking about porn stars, um, I met Jasmine St. Clair, mm-hmm. who was married to the Blue Meanie mm-hmm. at the time at a, at a wrestling show. Uh, she was a porn star wrestler, ECW. She was whatever. real. She was a really big name at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, and she was, you know, a wrestler too. In wrestling, with her husband was a wrestler, and we were in Tampa, and. She was going around introducing herself to everybody, and you know I was respectful, and I said, "Nice to meet you," and "Nice to meet you." Is that is and that her, guy, Does she introduce herself as Jasmine, or does she have like a? She did. She did a civilian she did, name. Jasmine, yeah. Okay. And Blue Meanie was there, and he he introduced himself as Meanie, and you know we go around the horn, and she goes around, and the guy next to me, I don't know what made him say this. It almost like it just came out. She shook her hand, and he goes, "Oh, we've met before," and she's like, "Have we?" He's like. I jerk off to you and it just came out and it was like an awkward silence and she's like oh okay like even as a porn star she was taken back by that this happened like that that's just really happened it's funny because and, like usually nothing phases them they're just they just they've heard it all you know 
what phased her because she was like just and he turned like eight shades of red and he was like oh my god i'm so embarrassed she's like it's okay and now it was like weird you know <laughs> and everybody she walked away and we're like what the fuck he's like i don't even know it just came out like it just came out he's like i don't even know why like i mean that's well, but that's the idea like right. i mean she was doing her job well Right. That's just funny that a porn star was that gets hammered was appalled by him saying that. Like, you know, right. she was like, "What?" Yeah, I, I think like, she just I was wasn't... like, "Lady, I've seen you take two penises at the same time. Come on, <laughs> we're, we're offended by this." Like, <laughs> two? That's like a fucking. That's a light morning. Right? What are you talking about? Right. So, anyway, uh, I'll save the rest of my stories for Friday. Hmm. Give people a little cliffhanger here. I, just a little cliffhanger. I got I got a really good story about my son that. Uh, I think it needs to be told on public air. He has no idea that I'm going to tell this. Oh, are we about we'll, to? We'll um, do that. We'll do that for Friday's podcast. We're we about to uh, lay bare and nick the dick for the world. He deserves it. I I, I do not doubt it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, and, we'll and save that for Friday. By the way, I am, the more and more I think about the, your your New Jersey option for him, uh, I'm more and more for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've got we've got three options now. What's that? New Jersey. Charlotte, North Carolina, or back to Florida. I don't know. But I mean, I is know. that with you or are you shipping them off? Uh, you know, I, I'm at the point in my life where I think, like, I love my house and I love, I don't really love where I live. I love my house. But I'm at the point that, like, I don't know. Like, is, is my job, my job is important, obviously. It pays me, but <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm ready to, like, I think I'm ready to become, like, some sort of, like, like traveler like maybe i'll come back to florida you may be stuck with me again pal i listen you you and paul jones making the triumphant returns to florida oh wouldn't that be something it would be something you just fart you farted (laughs) i did but it was so we got to end this podcast it was so far away from the microphone i'm surprised it got (laughs) that was like it was like a gremlin in the house i thought i thought paula's daughter was there no i thought i I thought the dog heard something started growling <laughs> well i gotta go back into this gym now see if i'm allowed back in the big no re-entry sign i, I take a picture with it i feel like we should hang on here and find out <laughs> oh let's see and i gotta pee really bad though so let's see what happens here the doors are locked they locked me out so. thanks man See that? That's called clout, my friend. Oh my lord! Here we go. He gave me the. He gave me the pound. <laughs> he pounded me. Wait, this is the. This is the guy that tried to uh, flex on you before. Yeah, I, I won. Oh, now your buddies. You didn't even have to get him coffee. No, fuck him. So you you definitely won because uh, you're cheap. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna pee. So. All right. Go pee fast. So. I'd rather not pee on air. Yeah. Well, you know. Too too late. I'm peeing. Oh, All boy. right. Bye. Goodbye.